In this episode of the Brawn Body Podcast, I'm joined by a man who really doesn't need much of an introduction, Chris Gronkowski. He's practically a household name at this point. He joined the NFL in 2010 after being signed by the Dallas Cowboys as a fullback. During his years in the NFL, Gronkowski played for the Indianapolis Colts and the Denver Broncos. In 2016, he decided to put his entrepreneurial skills to the test when he set out to create a protein shaker bottle that would alleviate many of the issues he and other avid athletes experienced with standard protein shakers. Hence, Ice Shaker was born. Chris is the owner and inventor of Ice Shaker. We also have a link below in the description for you to check out the Ice Shaker website and shop their different products. They just came out uh, with a new cooler and all kinds of amazing stuff. So highly recommend you check that out. This is our last episode of 2021. And we thought that Chris was the perfect person to close out this amazing year with. As we've shared on Instagram, this year, our podcast saw almost 500% growth in all categories. We're extremely thankful for all the support and love that you've shown us across this year. This is our 137th podcast episode, and if you asked me a year ago, I probably would have doubted our ability to make it to this point. But through hard work, persistence, and so much support from all of you, we've made it to this point, and we have an incredible lineup for 2022. At this point, we are literally halfway done with our recording for 2022. That's right, we've already recorded over 20 amazing episodes with incredible guests for you to listen to in 2022. I'm very excited to be bringing you that content. But before we get there, we're going to hear an incredible message from Chris about the value of hard work, what it was like growing up in the Gronkowski household, what it was like in the NFL. He's going to talk about Ice Shaker. He's going to talk about Gronkowski Fitness or Gronk Fitness uh, and a whole variety of other things, uh, the charitable work that Gronkowskis do and so much more. Before we get to the podcast episode, I'm going to turn it over to our sponsor for a quick word. Chris, welcome to the show. Really excited to have you on. Hey, what's going on, Dan? Tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up in the Gronkowski household. Clearly, you guys are a household name. You played uh, professional football. Your brother played uh, professional baseball. And three of your other brothers also played in the NFL. So what was that like as a dynamic growing up? Man, it was um, it was all battles. It was all competition. That was it. You know, every day was all out brawls at some point. Uh, if you won, you'd rub it in your bro's face. <laughs> if you lost, you'd fight him. So <laughs> I just it turned into massive um, just competition that I think just just bred us to be better athletes. You know, we always wanted to one up our brother. We always wanted to beat the older brother. Always had to make make sure the younger brother didn't beat you in anything. So, you know, it just made you get better and better every day. Right. And you were the middle brother. So you kind of had that kind of pressure spot, right? You wanted to beat your older brothers, but you couldn't let any of the younger ones beat you. You weren't necessarily on the top of the hill as the oldest brother. You were just kind of sandwiched in the middle there. Yeah, for sure, man. So I, you know, I had two above me I had to beat and I had two below me that I couldn't let beat me. So yeah, right in the middle, man. And um, it was a good spot to be. I liked it. Now, how did that kind of early life and the values that you cultivated early on growing up carry over into your professional sports career? 
Uh, so I think my, my parents did a great job of just raising us the right way is, is what it comes down to. Um, you know, my mom was all about making sure we got our, our, our homework done, our schoolwork done before we could even go outside and play. Uh, my dad did a great job of, of teaching us how to play sports and how to excel if we wanted to. You know, he wasn't a, a dad that forced us to play anything, but if we did, you know, we weren't going to quit was the number one rule and we're, he was going to help us be the best that we could. So, um, you know, I, I think my parents did a good job of just teaching us to earn everything we had as well. Uh, mm -hmm. We weren't given anything. If we wanted to go to college. That was cool. But, you know, you're going to pay for it or you're going to get a scholarship. If you want a new car, that was cool. Go, go get a job and, and, you know, find a way to buy your own car. Uh, so I, I think stuff like that helps, man. And when you give people something, they don't realize how hard you uh, have to work to get it. And I think my parents really did a good job of teaching us the value of a dollar. Uh, I think all that stuff transferred over. And, um, you know, when you're, you're taught hard work, it kind of sticks with you. You know, people ask how I get up every day and, um, you know, continue to stay motivated. It's, it's not really motivation. It's just what I know because my parents taught me that from day one. It's only worth it if you work for it after all, right? Yeah, for sure, man. If you just get handed to you, you, know, you have zero appreciation for it. So uh, parents did a really good job of just teaching us that, you know, if you want it, you got to earn that. And that's how it is. Now, how did that work ethic apply to uh, you when you were in the NFL? Were you constantly competing and outworking everyone else on the team? Or was it more of a collaborative model at that point? What was it like when you were on the Cowboys or the Broncos? Yeah, man. I mean, I was a bubble player, so I had to show up every day and work as hard as I could and do everything I could to stay in that team. You know, I had to beg the special teams coach to let me play on special teams and let me play on all four of them, you know, even though I didn't know if I'd be good at kickoff coverage or, or punt coverage. I never you know, did it throughout my college career, but uh, I knew I had to be a, a guy that did everything if I wanted to stick around. So, um, yeah, same values you know, held true in the NFL and through my, my NFL career as well, because, you know, that's I wasn't the biggest, I wasn't the best, I wasn't the fastest. So I, I had to find a way to stick around by doing other things. Right. So you mentioned you might not have been the most physically gifted on the team, but everything that you and your brothers did from an early age has been kind of focused on health and fitness, it seems like, from sports to uh, nutrition. And you guys now have companies that do that exact same thing, Gronk Fitness, Ice Shaker, that sort of thing. So how has fitness, nutrition, just overall healthy lifestyle been uh, essential to you? And how has that helped you along your journey to success? Yeah, man, my dad, um, he started this business 32 years ago because he wanted to get fitness equipment for us. Uh, he wanted quality equipment. He wanted to show us the right way to work out with the right technique. And he knew that if we got in that weight room, it would take us to that next level. You know, we were good athletes, but there's a lot of good athletes out there. You know, we had to find a way to separate ourselves. That was by getting down in the basement, in the weight room, and just cranking some weights, becoming more explosive, becoming faster, stronger. Um, so that was that was that was massive. You know, that was the the big, big separator for us. And you know, I, I'm so thankful he did that. He brought in a speed coach as well uh, for us as well. And when you're that young at that age, you, there's so much room for improvement if you have someone teaching you to do it the right way. So uh, all that all that just you know, started from then, you know, my dad doing it back then. And then, you know, it definitely helped us become better athletes. And now, you know, we're, we're kind of doing the same thing that he was doing. A lot of my brothers, two of my brothers work for my dad. And, you know, I'm now in the sports and, and fitness and health arena as well with the shaker bottle. Yeah, for sure. Have you found it more difficult to stay fit and active now that you have a family of your own? Man, uh, <laughs> it's, 
I, I wouldn't think so. Um, it's hard to get to the gym, I'd say, but there's a million things you could do at your house. So there's always a way to stay active. There's always a way to get a workout in. Um, you know, I'll have my kids jump on my back sometimes and just do push-ups when I have to. Uh, so if the, if you want to stay in shape, if you want to live an active, active and healthy lifestyle, you're going to, you know, you're going to find a way to get it done. Man, you could just do body weight all day. There's, there's professional athletes that only did body weight and, um, you know, it works. It, you can put your, your body, uh, through an extremely hard workout with absolutely zero weight. So if you want to get it done, you can, uh, even with kids, you know, I got my fourth on the way, got two businesses. I, I do way more than I should be doing. And, um, you know, I always find a, a time in the day to take care of myself and get a workout in. Yeah, that's awesome. I love how you say that you really have to find a way and not an excuse. You know, at the end of the day, you will find what you're looking for. And if you want to make things happen, you will build or construct a way to make it happen, uh, regardless of what you have available. It's 100% true. I mean, people, if you work a full-time job, you work 40 hours a week, you, you have almost 80 hours that you do nothing, uh, you know, that you have free time to, even with seven hours of sleep, you still have close to another 80 hours to do whatever you want to do. So uh, if you work a full-time job and you're saying that's why you can't get a workout in, uh, or you have kids, whatever it is, there's always enough time to actually get in what you want to get in if you want to get it in. And that's coming from you who probably works a lot more than 40 hours a week, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I really like we were talking about this before we uh, started recording how you've really cultivated the lessons that you learned from fitness and sports and brought that into entrepreneurship, especially with Ice Shaker. So can you talk to us a little bit about Ice Shaker, since that is kind of your baby? I think everyone's seen uh, Shark Tank and everything that you've done along that journey. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I don't know how I don't have one next to me right now. This is probably <laughs> the only time I don't. I think I accidentally left it downstairs. But, uh, man, I was going to the gym twice a day. Um, I, was, I was still living an active, healthy lifestyle. And Really, it was just a, it was a simple idea. I wanted one bottle I could use for everything. It wasn't like, hey, let's make a shaker bottle. It's like, hey, I just want this bottle I can bring to work, bring it to the gym, mix up powders if I want to, come home, sit on the couch, use the same bottle. At the end of the day, I got to wash one bottle instead of you know five or six different bottles of cups. So that was really the whole idea. Um, make one bottle that could do it all, and you know, went on this journey, saw the opportunity to do so, was passionate about it, and um, you know, found a way to get it done. It's really what it comes down to. So made a bottle that was a kitchen grade insulated stainless steel. It wouldn't absorb the odor like the plastic bottles would. It would keep your drink cold, made it vacuum insulated, would keep it cold for 30 plus hours. Uh, put a, a twist and agitator that we patented that will break up powders, also allow for good water flow. So really try to take everything that I wanted in a bottle that I liked and, and just make the best like ultimate bottle that I possibly could. So I didn't have to buy anything else. I just needed one bottle all day, every day. I like to focus on quality there because anymore it's hard to get things that are actually worth your money. And this is almost more like an investment because you buy one and you're set. Yeah, man. And it was always, my wife always would say this. She's like, Hey, I needed an expensive purse. I'm like, that's ridiculous. She's like, yeah, but I'll use it every single day. And so yeah. when you think about it, you know, it's, it's a $35 bottle, which some people think is a lot. Uh, but at the end of the day, I literally use this bottle all day, every single day, everywhere that I go. So uh, you know, to me, that's a, a very small expense for something you use every day. It's kind of like an iPhone, man. Like I always try to buy the best phone I possibly can because I literally use the thing all day long. So 
even if it's expensive, it's probably the one thing I use all day, every day, my bottle and my phone. So I'm going to get the best ones I possibly can. Yeah, for sure. And I saw you guys just came out with a cooler bag line as well, correct? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we're, we're definitely trying to expand into anything uh, that's going to help you live an active and healthy lifestyle. You know, we see a lot of our customers are going to make a shake. Uh, they'll sometimes even make it in a blender and then they're going to dump it into their ice shaker and they're going to bring it to work with them. Uh, so they're doing this because they want their shake to be cold at, at lunch, but there's somebody that's going to also bring a lunch or a snack or whatever it is with them as well. And so we wanted to provide a nice quality bag that they can use along with it. So uh, it will fit two ice shakers and it will fit up to eight meal prep containers as well. Um, and really it's just designed to help you continue to live a healthy lifestyle. And, and that's what we see a lot of our customers doing and just wanted to build on what we're already doing. You mentioned before too, we were talking about Gronk Fitness and you said that was kind of something that your dad started up when you were kids. Now you said your brothers are involved with that or how has yep. Gronk Fitness evolved over time? For sure, it started as a g g Fitness Equipment. A company my dad started just to get fitness equipment in uh, in our basement uh, for for my brothers and I. He had to drive to New Jersey from Buffalo, New York, just to to find some quality equipment and realize there's an opportunity there. So I started that up, and then my my two older brothers got into the business and realized that there was a lot of opportunities with more than just what my dad was doing, which was uh, you know really big commercial and um, you know bigger uh, high end equipment for your home. So. Uh, came in with Gronk Fitness, made more of an accessory baseline that we could sell online and, and throughout the U.S. as well. And, um, you know, really kind of transformed the game, kind of up, updated my dad's business, I guess is what you would call it. You know, he was definitely old school. Uh, my brothers came in and, and made it more, you know, internet friendly and um, really more of our generation. So they've done a great job with it. And it's been exciting to watch it grow. Uh, I don't personally work in that business. Uh, but you know, we all work together. We're all in the health and fitness space when we can help each other out, we do. And so it's been a great way to work with your family without working on top of them. So it's, it's been a, a great situation for everybody. Yeah, it certainly seems it. it's incredible what you guys are building together. So at the end of the day, I guess you would probably recommend going into business with your family, huh? Yeah, man, it <laughs> seems to be doing pretty well. <laughs> That's incredible. What other sports did you guys play growing up? Uh, did you guys play multi-sport or were you mostly football, baseball, that sort of thing? Yeah, man. A lot of people are all about just focusing on one sport. Uh, it wasn't like that for us at all. Uh, we didn't play football till high school. We played a lot of hockey. Uh, we played a lot of baseball. And then it was kind of a mix of just like basketball and, you know, just really backyard baseball. We played like mini sticks in the basement and stuff like that. But um Two main sports were definitely hockey and baseball growing up. And then uh, from there, football really didn't come into the picture until high school. So who was the first one to break into the football realm? Uh, second oldest bro got in, uh, brother, my brother Dan. So uh, oldest brother who never played football. Uh, he ended up playing baseball. But Dan was a beast, man. He was 6'6", 235 in high school. Uh, he was pretty much forced to play football at that point. <laughs> uh, he had a big arm and he played quarterback. So uh, started his freshman year as a, as a tight end slash receiver and then uh, you know, took over the starting quarterback position his sophomore year. So uh, you know, watching him play and, and seeing kind of you know, how everyone reacted to him it was the coolest thing ever. So uh, once he started, we all started playing football. Right. And it says a lot when you're playing sports like that growing up in Buffalo, New York, because the weather is not overly conducive of sports all the time, huh? No, man, it was brutal for sure. But uh, 
yeah, I guess if you can play in that weather, you could play anywhere. So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, certainly cultivates another element of toughness to your game. Yeah, Who was the most I, uh, successful in all your competitions growing up? Who was the most successful out of the bros? Yeah. Well, I mean, at this point, I'm sure a lot of people think of Rob first. But when you were growing up, was Rob, you know, the star athlete or were you able to beat up on them? Yeah, I mean, in the early ages, the early days, man, like you know, I was a beast. You know, he was he was smaller than me at one point, so it was all good. Uh, really, up until I would say until high school, you know, we probably um, his freshman year, we probably were about the same size. So, um, yeah, man, it depended on the sport and, and what we were doing. But um, you know, with his size and the way he grew, he really didn't have his coordination right away. So, uh, as a kid, I wouldn't say uh, he was he was the best. Uh, at what we were doing at that time, like hockey, uh, baseball, stuff like that. I would say football wise. Uh, yeah. E even at an early age, he was, uh, he was pretty impressive. So uh, he was kind of a wild man too. So he kind of fit, fit right in perfectly and played, played the end as well as tight end. And uh, it was just kind of a natural fit for him, but yeah, it, it was hard to say, man, like Dan, like I said before, was absolute beast. Um, you know, I was more of, um, you know, the strongest, strongest athlete out there, you know, dropping bombs on the baseball field kind of thing. Uh, Glenn still has the high school or he had the high school receiving record. I don't know if he still does or not, but we all kind of had our own thing, which was pretty cool. So um, it kind of depended on the sport and uh, and what we were doing. Now, do you kind of rekindle those comp uh, competitive spirits when you guys are all together now? Do you still play the backyard baseball or anything like that? Or Yeah, man. So we're big into uh, cornhole right now. Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, you get the ping pong table out. It gets pretty good as well. Uh, really kind of just like the tchotchke games or like the drinking games, I guess you would call it, man. Like <laughs> those are those are fun, man. That's kind of where we compete at now. Um yeah, we're not going to go like strap on pads or anything like that and, and go up against each other. But uh, we, we do it with kind of kind of the table games now instead. Chris, is there anything else you want to share with everyone listening about your journey, how health and fitness is impacting you through your journey and what you're doing right now? Yeah, I'll just say, uh, man, check me out on all the social media pages at Chris Gronkowski. Uh, I think I'm everywhere at this point. Uh, check us out on YouTube at the Gronx, um, youtube.com slash the Gronx. We have the channel with all five bros. Uh, I'd like to go on there live a lot and do some cool stuff, but yeah, hit me up. I like to answer a lot of questions on social as well. And, um, man, I, I appreciate you having me on today. Yeah. Thank you. One last thing you mentioned before that you guys do some charity work. Can you talk a little bit about the charitable stuff you guys have been doing? Yeah, for sure. So we, uh, started the Gronk nation youth foundation, yeah, probably about it's probably about eight years ago now. Um, always have a, a Boston Marathon team. Uh, always doing different events just to, to help raise money. And then we take that money and we donate it back to the kids. So a lot of money goes back to the hospitals, uh, the children's hospitals. Uh, a lot of money goes back to sports uh, teams, I guess, uh, Little League youth teams that can't afford equipment. Uh, so we'll step in and, and, and we'll buy their equipment so their program can continue to uh to be successful and, and actually stay open. Um, I know Rob just put a playground in uh, over, I think it was close to a $2 million playground that he put in in Boston, uh, you know, just to update it and make sure that the kids still had a playground to use in the middle of Boston. Um, you know, last last year, one of the high school, uh, let's see, sheds burned down in Tampa. Uh, so we stepped in and, and we bought all new equipment that they lost in the fire um, for the football team. So. 
always just trying to do things to uh, impact our youth, man, because it, that's our future. And if we could change the minds or the outlook or the outcomes of just one kid, that's huge. That's absolutely huge. And if they can have a role model to look up to and we can be that role model, you know, that's, that's something that we want to do. So it's been good. Um, and we're going to try to help out as much as we possibly can. And it's those events that you go to and you're like, man, that was, that was awesome. Like, I'm so glad I did this. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I can't echo that anymore because that is the future of the country, the future of sports, the future of everything. And it's incredible that you guys go out of your way to go above and beyond uh, for them. How can people get involved uh, with the charitable work that you guys do, whether that be uh, to help you raise funds or with the events you do? It depends on the event. I mean, stuff, stuff has definitely changed around lately because, you know, Rob's in Tampa now and um, and then COVID hit. So a lot of the events went on hold. We had a, a youth camp that we haven't done in a few years. Um, we still have a Boston Marathon team. That's been pretty cool to, to see. Uh, but yeah, most of most of the stuff as of right now, um, you know, we do have different Super Bowl uh, auctions and stuff like that that really help generate a lot of uh, of the revenue as well that we give back. So uh, just check out the pages. Uh, if you follow follow Rob or I, uh, we're definitely going to be posting about it throughout the year. And um, you know, we'll have different and new events every year. Great stuff that you guys are doing. And Chris, really appreciate your time and for coming on and sharing a little bit about what you and your brothers are up to and your own personal journey, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for having me on today. That's going to do it for this episode of the Brawn Body Podcast. Our final episode of 2021 is now closed out. Make sure you check out Chris on Instagram. You can find him at Chris Gronkowski, and you can also find the Ice Shaker page on Instagram as well. You can find the Gronks on YouTube to keep up to date with all five of the Gronkowski brothers. Last, make sure you subscribe to the Brawn Body Podcast so you don't miss out on any of the exciting episodes we have coming your way in 2022. Happy New Year, everyone, and thank you as always for your support.